my goodness. Hi, Mel. Hi, Dory. Welcome back. I am so excited to oh, be back at I've the, chate- missed the chateau. <laughs> <laughs> back to the chateau. I've missed you so much. Yay. Thanks. As have our we listeners. Uh huh. Sure. Sure. They have. And it's just the two of us. Erica is off gallivanting all around the United States. She's at her, is it a dad? She's at her parents' 40th wedding anniversary party, I think. Yeah. I love it. I saw a picture on Facebook. It was very cute. Yes. She's been slaving away at a video for them that she's editing. So I know it's very sweet. So we miss her, but I'm so glad you're back. I'm glad to be back. I'm sorry to miss Erica. Uh, I'm excited to be back in LA. I'm less excited that it's Oscar weekend and getting to your place <laughs> was a bit of a challenge. Was it a nightmare? Crossing over Highland Woo. Avenue with all the limos and the looky loos and the it's rough out there. Helicopters and the but uh, here's hoping the Oscars go well. I don't know. I have no real opinion on the matter. I know. I feel like. Every year I get less interested, <laughs> if that's possible. <laughs> but well, I will be watching tonight, yeah. so. Well, uh, so I have I have been in Montana, as I, you're well aware. I need you to tell me everything. There's That would take two seconds. I okay. don't know. <laughs> I mean, I went out to Montana for work, as you're well aware. I know nobody in Montana. I'm in Missoula. Okay. Which is a town. Is there a target there? There is a Target there. Okay, There's two great. Walmarts and a Target. Okay, great. Um, Target is now where I do all of my grocery shopping. <laughs> so there's no Trader Joe's? There is no Trader Joe's. Ooh. They have their version of a Whole Foods called Good Foods. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's also no people. My friend was just joking the other day that he thinks it's like Westworld because there's no people anywhere ever. It's deserted. I went, my, my flight was at 8 p.m. So right. I get to the airport at 7. Mm-hmm. I do not see one person in the lobby of the airport. I do not see anyone at ticketing. I get to the security gate and it's just like five board security guards, not one person in front of me. And it's, I mean, that's just like what it is like there. I am the only person anywhere ever. That's crazy. And I have no social life, but man, have I been watching a lot of Hallmark movies. (laughs) Hallmark. Hallmark has been my social life so there but there are other people there correct there from are. la like have you made friends with those people i've yeah i have yeah i have but we're still not hanging out on the weekends yeah i mostly just mean netflix and maybe i'll go to target uh it's not the the hallmark big city girl goes to the small town gotcha. but that just may be the big city girl is just not, <laughs> she's not, she has, was not cast well. <laughs> but is it like beautiful? When I think of Montana, I just think of like gorgeous. Can you tell? Is it covered in snow? It is covered in snow. There's big mountains. That's yeah. beautiful. Uh, they don't really plow the roads very well. Oh, that's, so that's a terrifying. And yeah. I drove out there in my tiny LA car, which was naive. Oh, um, I did get, uh, in Idaho, I got I had to I had to do an emergency uh, exiting because I got caught in a snowstorm. Very hallmark. Oh God! And I was like, guess I'm just getting off at this exit and staying here for the night. Wow. Um, did you just like get a motel and call I, it a night? I tried. Like I, <laughs> I, 
I thought I was going to die on the highway with the snow. And so I exited and there was no hotel at that exit. There was just a truck stop. And I went into the truck stop and there was a bunch of um, Amish. Not Amish. That's wrong. It's a Salt Lake City is Mormons, Mormon. But it was like the Mormons, the LDS Mormons, like the ones with the big skirts. Mm -hmm. And then they were hanging out at the truck stop. And so then I had to rant. There was nowhere to stay. So I had to ramp back on and just like hold my breath and my intestines and my, <laughs> my, I don't know. Anyway, and this was before you even made it this to Montana. I was just like, what have I done? What have I done? Oh my God. And so then I drove the next like 10 miles or whatever to the next exit and stayed at a lovely Red Lion motel. There you go. I did not fall in love. I did not, <laughs> I did not meet. Mr. Wright was not at the ice machine at the motel next to you. No. Yeah. Um, With all of the crazy, terrible things that have been happening in the news, I basically just took the deepest dive I've ever taken into Hallmark, and I have watched everything. Everything that I could get my hands on Hallmark, I have watched. I mean, I was overjoyed to begin receiving your Cedar Cove text. Oh, yes. I've tried to get you on board with for years yes that was just the tip of the iceberg oh, the cedar cove. i love cedar cove isn't though. it great it's all on netflix yeah it's as you're great aware. um it is like a 30 hour hallmark movie yes um yes. the lead lady whose name i can't andy mcdowell is it the one from groundhog day yeah yep is just charming as all get out um she is as is her best friend grace i love grace yeah she was she was really my favorite i think part of that whole series grace is my favorite too grace and her cowboy (laughs) her cowboy yeah Yeah. um i would laugh a lot at her like when so the the main character is a judge like the local judge very well respected but whenever they showed the courtroom scenes and she'd be giving out her judgments they were always so freaking ridiculous it was always (laughs) like two neighbors would be fighting and she would say i sentence you guys to have a neighborhood barbecue exactly (laughs) and i'll bring the pie it's just like that's (laughs) not how it i don't think that's how the justice system works but okay i did love her rulings too you'd be like (laughs) i need you two to hug it out and that would be the case closed (laughs) (laughs) but it's so good it's like that those books chicken soup for the soul that's that yeah show yeah no i agree those but then when i ran out of those episodes i was at a loss um so i watched the good witch I was just going to ask Witch. if you watched The Good Witch. I Do I need to watch it? The Good Witch. Do you need to watch it? <laughs> no. I mean, definitely not. And it's also, there's only one season that's on Netflix okay. out of like the three or two or I don't know. And there's like one billion movies that yes. aren't, can't really be found anywhere, streaming at least. There's maybe, I think, two on the Hallmark app, which I don't know if you want to go there because it's, it's not as easy as the Netflix but um, I guess it was it was a good in betweener. <laughs> it was better than I thought. It was okay because remember we've been hating on the Good Witch. We in the past. have been. We never give the Good Witch any respect. Yeah. Um, I still think it's well earned. <laughs> <laughs> but we it's have not our terrible. reasons. We have our reasons. It's not terrible though. It's not okay. terrible. Um, the thing that I loved the most is when calls the heart. Stop it! I did right it right now. Did it, Dory. I'm not. I'm not proud. Mel, 
Are you serious? I dipped my toe in one night when I had run out of anything else and man i was hooked that first season what it's a delight are you talking about a delight i know you hate the period pieces hate them with a passion mel are you kidding me you watched one calls the heart i watched all of it i can't believe you didn't tell me (laughs) i've been saying it (laughs) but it's in capitals in my notes (laughs) i watched one calls the heart okay can i all of it do you see how i'm speechless what what is it what is it good question dory (laughs) (laughs) so it is about a it's basically the hallmark archetype of every movie ever but in the in the early 1900s it's like a big city woman rich that grew up rich okay but she's always wanted more purpose and she went to teaching college and she, the only job she could get was a teaching position at a like small frontier town <laughs> called Coal Valley. Coal <laughs> that Valley. That was right out of the Dolly Parton movies almost. You know, it had a, a very similar feel when she gets there. Right. So she gets there and she's the big city girl in the small frontier town. And oh things go awry almost immediately. She like accidentally burns down the house (laughs) (laughs) she gets uh her stage coach gets robbed so she loses all of her clothes and stuff um but the thing that this show had in its surprising heart my heart was called called (laughs) because (laughs) i know it's it's a coal mining town okay all right and she arrives in there and Lori laughlin is there to greet her Um, okay and she says, so has anyone told you about what just happened in our town, the town tragedy? And she's like, no, please fill me in. So the coal mine recently had exploded, killing pretty much most of the town's husbands and their sons. So some people, pretty much all of them had lost their husband. And a majority of them had lost their husbands and their sons, like Lori Laughlin's character had lost her only son and her husband. So basically, it's a town full of widows, <gasps> and they've hired this teacher that they're paying for out of their own pockets to teach their children because they don't want their children working in that mine. I know, right? What? And I had no idea it started with such a tragedy. I know, and this show was super feminist. It's like very, very oh. feminist. Yeah, it's great. She's all gumption and like, I'm going to do this, and then all the widows are like, we're going to, like, they... So the, the 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 villain in the show is the guy who owns the mine, of course. Um, and he he wants to kick all of the widows out of their houses because the mine owns the houses and he they were renting them to the widows and the and the coal miners as long as the coal miners are working in the town. Oh but then no, they died no. in the mine. So he wants to throw out the widows unless he, and he's and he says, like, I need to bring new people in to clear this mine. And so the woman put on like overalls and whatever and they go to work in the mine the women go to work in the mine so they can keep their houses and it's a, a big like call to, i don't know it's great I, you might have I sold cried me. i cried like every episode the first really? season the second and third season not as good but still i'm in i'm in the romance is great the guy is adorable he's a mountie so he's always in the uniform. he's got like a basset hound that just kind of grunts oh it's 
it's kind of everything for me. And isn't he like in love with the teacher? He's in, eventually. I mean, it's it's the same way. They start out. There's a misunderstanding, and they hate each other, and then okay. they of course grow to love each other, and then all these you know all these obstacles come in the way, and I don't know. Are they engaged? They're not engaged yet. But it's the olden times, so it's she's like, you can't just go around kissing men that you've just met. You know? <laughs> so it's a very slow burn. Well, because very slow burn. the one preview I have seen is he says, like, I have a very important question to ask you or something. And he asks her to a dance or something. Yeah, the Mountie Ball. Yes, yes. That was yes. a pretty recent... That was the Christmas special. Okay, that Christmas maybe special. that's why I saw that clip. And her yeah. face just falls because she clearly thought she was getting a proposal. Yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of okay. uh, almost proposals, and I don't know. It's it's pretty great. Oh my god, it's gosh. pretty great. Does it? I get. Here's what. Okay, having your recommendation helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hate the period pieces. You can't get around but that. But this kind of reminds me of Anne of Green Gables a little bit. It's very. And Anne I love Gables. Anne of Green Gables, so I might be able to get over it. Yeah, I think give it a try. Dip your toe okay. in. I'll dip a toe. Um, very feminist, as I mentioned. Very perfect. What was I? There was a point I was going to make. I can't think of it now. So apparently it was not that important. <laughs> I'll dip a toe. Mm-hmm. I love that you waited to drop this bomb on me. <laughs> well, because we've been hating on One Calls the Heart. We really have since the start. One. I know. It's got a huge fan base. They're called Hardies. Hardies? Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay, I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm a Hardy. I'm not like okay. doing fan art, but uh, <laughs> and it's kind of funny too. I, I hope you make it all the way through season three because by season three, He's basically just dressed like a hipster. Like seriously, <laughs> like all the period clothes are are very. The like, Mountie is like he's like wearing like sweatshirts with uh, with patches on the side. Basically, it's just he's very... got like a Henley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does have many a Henley. Oh. So, oh my god, it's kind of great. Um, I also I, I could I have not had anyone to talk about Hallmark with in a very long time. So basically, I'm just gonna talk forever. I have so much joy. I apologize in my heart right to now. the audience, whoever is listening. Don't apologize. Um, Don't ever apologize okay. for your love of Hallmark. Here's an, my next note is, Dory, did you know there is a Hallmark <laughs> Movies and Mystery series based on male detectives? Yes. It is terrible. Yes. Not a fan. <laughs> I watched one, Signed, Sealed, and Delivered. Yes. Uh, maybe Isn't Eric Mabius in yeah, that? He yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, he's basically the monk of male, meaning like he's very awkward. He has some sort of yes. savant tendencies. And did maybe did, so? Have you seen a whole movie? Absolutely of it? not. Okay, the one I saw, there was someone stealing mail, and they were put on the case, <laughs> and the guy he was leaving clues in the mailboxes of the mail he stole, and then he would call and he'd be threatening them, and he'd say, "You better figure out the clues, or you'll never see this mail again." And it was like, "Don't, don't, don't." What? <laughs> it was so. Was terrible. this important mail? Well, it turned out one of the pieces of mail was important because it had a lottery ticket in it, of course. But okay. it's still there was then there was a standoff at his okay. house, and he's just like holding the mail up a in the standoff. window. Yeah, with like the police, he's holding the mail up in the window, threatening. And then they see, they like there's a pan up, and his fire like smoke comes starts coming out of his chimney, and it's like act break. <laughs> it's cliffhang. Is he gonna burn that mail? It's terrible. Don't. No, this sounds like bananas. Don't do it. Okay, won't do it. Um. There's another Hallmark movies and mysteries called An Uncommon Grace. Beautiful. I loved it. What is it? Uh, it was a movie 
about a she was a she's like a army nurse or and she comes home to her to stay with her grandmother and her sister and they live next to like this very strict Amish community okay and there's a murder you know on in the Amish community and she gets kind of caught up in helping the guy whose stepfather got murdered solve the murder and then they fall in forbidden love oh boy it stars sean ferris my favorite of the hallmarkers <gasps> from a yes. christmas for holly i love him yes uh and, but he's got this like dutch accent and it's and he just keeps he makes her a a, uh, a basket for her tools out of wicker he weaves her <laughs> he weaves her a basket he weaves her a basket and then he gives it, but it's very forbidden that he has given her gifted her this basket um it's just it's beautiful i love it Se- seek it out okay an uncommon grace an uncommon grace um, when calls the heart forbidden amish love i think that is it for the things that we probably i mean i watched of course all of the valentine's movies all the Winterfest, but you guys already talked about those so you really took a deep dive i've been hallmark. watching nothing but hallmark wow I ran out of Hallmark. I started watching the OJ show. It's on so Netflix, good. Which is great. But I found that I can, I like, I had to keep taking breaks. I'm like, I, it's intense, right? It's intense. And yeah. I can't handle intense anymore. Apparently. Yeah. Cause it's just this Hallmark IV straight to the heart has dulled my nerves. <laughs> 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 it makes this makes it harder. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. I mean, I've watched everything that we've you know i've watched the garage sale mysteries of course i watched jules fixer upper mystery which is okay but i liked it let's talk about the mysteries a little bit okay um so we had a new garage sale yes which i obviously loved yes i love that the married couple yes they Um, are relationship goals her husband in it plays a very bad guy of one calls the heart really yes I can't see him as a villain. I, I just know. can't. It was hard. It was hard for me too. Ooh, but I don't like that. But it was a pretty good garage sale mysteries. I, I cannot remember it. anything about it <laughs> except her husband's love of that car. I was about to say. Car. All I remember is that her husband loved the car. Mm-hmm. She got him the car, like an old classic car. She got him the car for his birthday. Yeah. And they were they busted went on a date making out in the, the point car. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cute. I liked it. Yeah, I liked was it Was this the one where her friend got murdered and I, it's coming back no, to me? No, because that was the one where the friend was staying over at the house and got murdered, right? The real estate friend? Is that one you're no, thinking of? That's an old one. this was a different friend. So this one was... Um, one of her friends they were trying to auction off some stuff they went to her mother's yes there was a like a rare painting there there was an evil painter yes yes Yes. and she hit her head on a pipe yes there was a couple who were heavily in debt who wanted to steal that painting yes that was a good one because it had a good showdown at the end because usually it's just her in distress at the end where the sh- where the guy knows that he's she's figured it out not this and time, then she's trapped huh? but no this one this one was pretty good i liked that yes this one had the added twist of the double like a two two women fighting back yes so i appreciate that i was a big fan yes 
Um, and I liked Jules also. It was cute. I Yeah, I feel like I liked it. I barely remember it. Yeah, that one I don't remember as much. She, there was a house... <laughs> i think she, she like was flipped houses estate. or renovated oh, houses she, was a, she like staged houses I mean, someone like hired that. her the love interest hired her but clearly we oh didn't someone died remember the friend's father died yes. oh and it was about because he was like a he died for treasures and he might have kept a treasure yes and someone wanted it from him maybe had murdered him I couldn't even tell you the outcome. I couldn't either. Still a mystery, I guess, in my head. It was a happy ending. I hope they make more. Yeah, I'm here I for they it. Will. I bet they will. I'm, I'd watch more. Um, did you enjoy Winterfest? Erica and I both enjoyed Winterfest. We were very pleased. I also very much enjoyed Winterfest. Okay, good. Uh, I liked Love on the, the Ice a lot. I know yes. you guys talked about that. I was the right person not to be here for that conversation as I have no experience with the skating. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I love the movie. Um, and I was watching around that time, the ice skating kind of championships or whatever they're having on yeah. TV. Did you watch that? Did yeah. you know about this very gifted skater that's up and coming right now? Yeah. Or he's been up and coming for a while, but yeah. he's going to be in the Olympics. It's an exciting time for skating. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement with the skating world right now. Yeah. But what, what were the other movies? There was The Birthday. The Birthday Wish. Which, which to me was the perfect Hallmark movie. I am still completely obsessed with it. Yeah, it was perfect. Loved every second. The, I thought it was so wonderful. Yes, the like the magical optometrist. Loved it. So good. <laughs> I love that she just got a flash of her future. Yeah, she wasn't transported into a different time, a different place, a different era. Yeah. Loved it. And I like that she was like a commercial director, right? And yeah. she was just like, I am good at my job. Yeah. And like, yes, you are. Um, and she didn't like have to give up her job. All these good things. Loved it. What were the other? There was one I didn't like. There was a well, there's Dilly winter. Dilly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was okay. It just wasn't great. It wasn't yeah. special. So was there only three? I guess there were only three. And then they jumped right into Valentine's Countdown. Okay. Which is, I guess, where we're going next. It's kind of yes, going to be rapid fire. Do we have like five movies to talk about? Um, I think it was one, two, three. It was five. It was. Because I've ranked them in my notebook. Oh, my God. Just so you know. You got to refresh my memory on oh, literally all of them. So there was, um, well, the first one was Love Locks. The first one that okay. aired. Not okay. the first one on my list. But uh, Love Locks, the Hallmark Hall of Fame. Yes. Love Locks. There was Dash of Love about the two chefs. Okay. Uh, there was the one I called Divorced Baldwin, uh, <laughs> which I think was called While You Were Dating. While yeah. You Were Dating. I didn't watch that one. You didn't? I think I missed it. Uh, it's all right. Okay. It was like, it was it was the same. I think it was Valentine's Day weekend, so it was paired with the Love at First Glance. Okay. And then there, were, there was Walking the Dog about the two lawyers who both had dogs. Yes. <laughs> and the dogs fell in love. The dogs fell in love. Gidget. Oh, uh, so should we just dive in or let's dive in? Um, so which one do you want to talk about first? Should we talk about the one that aired first? Love yeah, Locks? let's talk about Love Locks okay. first. So that was about it was Dean. No, sorry, that's totally wrong. It was not Dean Kane at all. Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, and his real life wife, yep, Rebecca Romaine, no longer Stamos. Yep, um, so they are a couple that met studying in paris yes and Back they're both college. artists yeah. in college and um 
after a mishap with their love lock that they were trying to secure on a bridge, but instead was thrown into the um, river. Yeah. They um, each basically go back to their old lives. Mm-hmm. Time goes on. They move on from each other. Rebecca yeah. Romaine goes back to the States. Jerry O'Connell stays in Paris. She moves on, gets married, has a daughter. Yes. Cut the world's to, most perfect daughter. Yes, the world's Classic most Hallmark perfect daughter. daughter. Yeah. An artist, just like her mother. Mm-hmm. And she, 20 years later, Rebecca Romaine and daughter fly back to Paris. Now this single. Time. single. Now single. Yeah. Divorced from the father very early on of this daughter. Mm-hmm. Never to be mentioned again, really. Yeah. <laughs> Except for one phone call where her, where she, the daughter's like, yeah, dad, I have my passport. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, so 20 years later, she is flying her daughter to Paris to drop her off so that her daughter can study art Yes, with the same teacher that she studied art with. Mm -hmm. Of course, she gets there. She gets to her hotel, comes to find out that this long lost love, Jerry O'Connell is the owner of the hotel. Of course. The story writes itself. Yeah. (laughs) So what did you think of this one? I, I enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. Um, I, I like Jerry O'Connell. I thought he was funny and he was charming. And charming. He was very charming. I liked both of them together. Yeah. I liked the kind of like the B romance with the uh the professor, the the, the art teacher. Yes. And the widow. The widow. The widow. The lonely widow looking for her long lost lock. <laughs> and I I mean I I the thing I the, so that there was the daughter who was a little too perfect. But uh, but still, it was cute, I guess, to see them together. Yeah. Um, and then she was having a parallel romance as well with the bellhop. Yeah, we had three romances. Here. Lots of we romance had going on. Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell, main romance. We have the daughter who fell in love with another student. Mm-hmm. Um, slash bellhop. Slash bellhop. <laughs> and then we had um, and we had an old the older couple yeah. where this master painter. Mm-hmm. kind of showed this widow how to love again <laughs> yes so reopen her heart yes. yes so we had three eras and ah. three different couples and we had the, the triangle because the wrong guy was showing up trying to buy rebecca romaine's company Ooh. and woo her at the same time which doesn't seem like very good business practice no not at all he took it well in the end i guess and didn't he just show up in Paris? He just showed up. Yeah, he did. And which was a little creepy. Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, yes. But at least at the end, he was just like, well, I'm not used to getting what I want, but bye. I know. He didn't like fight her or be like, I'm not buying your company now, but still. But I thought it was sweet. Um, it was cute. Yeah. No, I liked it, it too. Um, I hope Jerry O'Connell does more. Yeah. He's, he's not really the classic Hallmark uh go-to actor i think right. um but it, he was really cute and they had good chemistry had and, really I, and good that's chemistry. a good thing since they're married in real life i know it just seemed like they were having a lot of fun while they made it who knows yes. if that's true but and i liked the paris setting yes. whether it was real or not i don't know but <laughs> i also loved um I loved the scenes where they meet again for the first time. I thought those were so good because she seemed super flustered and I bought it Mm -hmm. and he seemed very taken aback and I bought it. It Mm -hmm. was very good. I liked that moment. You could like feel the tension. It was good. 
Uh, I liked that he dug up the old picture. Me too. The old caricature. Give it back to her. It was Me cute. Me too. It was very I lo- cute. Well, and I like that she went back to New York and he he chased her down. There. Yeah. And uh, with a grand gesture. I love a grand gesture. I don't know. Amazing. I guess it was great. I don't feel like it was a really... Because it was a... Hall, it was... It was under the Hallmark Hall of Fame. It was. And there was no death except for the widower's long departed husband. Right. It wasn't uh it wasn't that classic Hallmark Hall of Fame pull at the heartstrings. I'm starting to think that Hallmark Hall of Fame just means bigger budget. Because <laughs> okay. like they clearly shot it in Paris. Yeah. So I think it just means bigger budget. Because Bigger names, bigger, bigger name. stars, better locations. Because you could tell the production value was like was better. on yeah. point. Yeah. Well, did you? Because for me, love at first glance, which we'll get to. But uh, <laughs> that to me had all the makings of a Hallmark Hall of Famer because there was all those scenes of like <laughs> mothers dying in car accidents and <laughs> tragedy at every turn. Oh, man. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. I was. Ugh, I. That movie was whatever. We'll get to it. <laughs> so we, so we liked. Um, I liked Love Locks. Love Locks. It gave us a lot of feels. Maybe it not did. all of them, but it gave us it was several. Enjoyable. It was a yes. very enjoyable watch. I like that there was a disclaimer at the end saying that they did not support look putting locks on bridges. Yep. <laughs> well, it's funny because when we were all talking about this before yeah. it aired with Erica, she was like, "You can't even put locks on the bridges anymore." I hope that's in the story. Oh, it is all throughout the story. Yeah, they have a full monologue where he's like, "Our our lock is gone because the bridge is gone," and blah blah Every, blah blah yeah. blah. Yes, they dis- they definitely they definitely brought up that point. Yes, several <laughs> times. I do like how Erica just kind of dropped that. She put the lock on the bridge, and I was like. Erica did something very romantic. I know. That's very cute. It was very cute. Um, But anyway. I was like, are you going to go back and find your lock? She was like, no. (laughs) She knows it's there in her heart. She's like, I couldn't find that. (laughs) Um, So, yes, we did like it. It was good. Uh, The one I liked the most, I'm just going to move on to. Okay. I'm going to do a quick transition. The one I liked the most was Dash of Love, The Two Chefs. Okay. um, Which was... The two chefs, there was, well, one was an amateur chef. The, the girl was an amateur yeah, chef. Yeah, she was home taught. Home taught. She's working at a diner. Self-taught, Self-taught. I should say. Yeah, I do. I get what you mean, though. Uh, no formal education. No. Well, I'm sure there was some education. <laughs> I mean, anyway. She had a hell of a natural instinct. Then, uh, yes. Because she was whipping up some gourmet Peanut dishes. butter infused <laughs> ribs or whatever she was making. Beef it was stew. like beef stew. She's like, I braised the the beef in root beer and peanut butter. I'm like, uh huh, okay. Um, but the diner she's working at closes. She's yep. looking for a job. No one will hire her. Yeah, she didn't go to culinary school until the girl, the woman from Fraser, takes a chance. Roz, <laughs> Roz. from Fraser. Uh, she is chef. a star celebrity chef holly hansen i yeah. think is her name has a celebrity chef restaurant yep uh hires her as an assistant reluctantly mm-hmm. and then proceeds to steal all of her recipes <laughs> <laughs> via security you footage I ass- yes because she says you know you can use the kitchen at night yep. for your little recipes. How creepy is that? It's very yeah. sliver. A movie I've never seen, yes. but I know it has something to do with security Video cameras. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the UB40 video. But 
Um, yeah. So she steals her recipes because Holly Hansen's the restaurant is losing money. She's in debt because she's She's relying, she's in a rut and she's relying on all her old recipes and her old cookbooks and all her investors are like, listen, you need to do something new. You need to do something exciting. So she uses this up and coming chefs, exciting, interesting recipes to her advantage. She steals Steals them right out from, and then fires her and then fires her. I know. Bold. Bold choice. Uh, then there's also her her executive chef. Yes. The handsome executive chef who has an interest in the young protege cook. I can't even remember her name. Doesn't matter. I can't either. Uh and he also gets fired. Yep. Because she I think they get is fired because insecure. they have dinner together. I know. After hours at the restaurant. And she's spying on them on the security camera. Yeah. And Holly Hansen's like, what makes you think you can just walk in here and have a meal after hours? And they're like, uh, cause you said we could. <laughs> no, right. Ridiculous. And then they start their own pop up restaurant, mm-hmm. of course. On Valentine's Day. Of course. Um and things go they're Oh, there's, you know, there's some, there's so many B and C stories that who cares, but <laughs> <laughs> we only care there's about the, the main with event his family, the biscotti making family. There's the moment where the chef comes barging into their popular pop-up and says, she stole my recipes, which was a frustrating moment for me because I hate it when they just cut a scene where so clearly if, if this was a real life situation and someone came in and said, you stole my recipes, you wouldn't just stand there in silence. Exactly. And then never address it. You would say, if someone, no, you lying. You know, exactly. Like, if someone stormed in and accused you of something you diff- did not do, mm-hmm. you would fight back. Yeah. And she, the, instead the girl just stood there and started crying. Yeah. And then closes the pop up, which people would not cancel their reservation on Valentine's day. They would just be like, Oh, she stole them. Well, I guess I get, I'm getting it cheaper. It's like, I like, know. Whatever. I get it. Story. It's fine. It's fine. It needs to happen. Yeah. It had whatever to happen. The story forward, I guess it had a purpose. What was the, what was the restaurant called? Cause was that made Cupid's, me laugh. The pop up. Cupid something. Cupid, Cupid cafe, cafe or, or whatever. I don't know. I was like, yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> he was so proud of that name. Yeah. I was like, all right. So his whole story was that he is the son of a baker, mm-hmm. the son of the most popular baker in town, apparently. Yes. And this is the one gripe <laughs> I had with this movie. I thought it was adorable. I loved the couple. I thought they were cute. I loved her friend. I love the main girl's friend who's a waitress at Holly Hansen's. Yeah, All great. of that on board. When I found out that the executive chef and his father were estranged because he didn't want to be a baker like Mm -hmm. his father. Instead, he wanted to be a regular chef. I laughed. Like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's a very old-timey gripe. (laughs) I just, that's like if you're an oncologist and your child decides to become a pediatrician. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing yeah. Is that really you guys haven't talked in years oh, because of that? I know. Come on. Well, I think they were trying to spin it that it was like it was the father's insecurity about being a baker that the, the like the sh- the son <laughs> was thinking he was too good for it. Like baking was an a noble profession. I don't know. It was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. <laughs> That's it my only dumb. gripe. Otherwise, I, I thought know. it was so cute. And listen, it was a happily ever after. Yeah. Father and son reunite. 
Yeah. They, you know, everybody loves each other. It's great. That was the one thing I was like, yeah. you have got to be kidding me that this is why they like, I, I mean, I guess I could get behind or understand, you know, he was disappointed. His son didn't want to take over the family, the family business, business or yeah, something like sure. that. But you're going to tell me seriously with a straight face <laughs> and I'm supposed to feel bad because the son decided to be a chef and not a baker. You don't understand dad. This is my art. <laughs> I know, I know. It was, but I did love it. I thought it was cute. I like that it was the thing that I'm noticing more and more. I mean, we've always noticed this, but it's it used to just be Folgers coffee, but now you can so blatantly see the tie-ins because they do a really blatant scene where she's like, "I'll take extra whipped cream on my coffee," (laughs) you know. And then the next thing is a cut to commercial with Ready Whip. I know. And we'll get to that with Love Blossoms and Airwick. But, uh, so, okay. So the ready whip part made me laugh so hard because (laughs) listen, at any coffee shop you go to, they at least put the ready whip in a stainless steel container. So it looks (laughs) like that might possibly be homemade. homemade, This woman pulls out a gigantic Costco (laughs) can of ready whip, Mm -hmm. the red and white canister i could not handle it and she filled half the cup which yeah. was like <laughs> pouring out the top and then the poor actress had to drink it and go like mm. <laughs> so good yeah and there's no way that girl's gonna be that skinny drinking ready whip and eating peanut butter beef stew every night <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it's fine everything's fine now we're just getting into the minutia <laughs> but it does raise some questions <laughs> like you can't be eating biscotti ice cream cone crusted fried chicken <laughs> and a mocha with half ready whip half <laughs> chocolate <laughs> and a biscotti she got a biscotti every morning every morning but bless her bless her it's the whole in, in the hallmark world there are no calories <laughs> <laughs> yet another reason to love it um so, so you, that was your favorite that was my favorite and my second favorite was the divorce baldwin well, actually it was probably love locks but then came the divorce baldwin which you didn't see i did not see so it. i'm gonna fill you in real quick yes just i'd little. love to know more so it is the baldwin is it billy baldwin i th- probably <laughs> i don't know i think it's so. not alec and it's not it's definitely Steven. not alec i don't think it's steven then it's billy it could have been steven though but <laughs> i think it's billy it's not alec uh he is a dude, I don't know, he, I don't know, construction, I don't remember, but he's long since divorced, but he's also likes to take pictures on the side, and then you're also following the story of a woman who is, I don't know, living her single life, and she's okay with it, kind of lonely, taking pictures on the side, also divorced, and both of them are communicating with each other through, like, a photo website, like, they're, like, chatting with each oh, other, cool. they meet, they, like, admire, they send photos back and forth. And they finally decide to meet um, and they're both kind of excited about it. They've all been on like some bad dates. So they're very excited for this possible good date. And then they show up and they're like, wait a minute, you're my ex-wife. You're my ex-husband. So <gasps> I know. What? Yeah. So really? But then they, I'm intrigued. I know. And when they go to the, the Italian restaurant, that's the Baldwin's favorite and the guy, the sh- the owner, is just so excited to see them together that he's like, you must stay. Heroes free, everything. So they end up having basically a date reluctantly. And, you know, they're getting along because they broke up 
so long ago and it was when they were young and it was because she got a job in Paris because she's a chef. That's okay. right. That's right. She's a chef. And he stayed behind and it's very love locks type situation. Okay. You know, it's like they, the love was still there, but it was better for them to, you know, follow their careers and they tried to make it work long distance. It didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So now they are becoming friends again. They both set each other up with their friends and mm. with disaster dates mm-hmm. that are quite amusing. <laughs> <laughs> I love a disaster date. Me too. Um, it's nice to watch one and not yeah. be on one. Yes, for, for sure. Uh, and they, I mean, of course, you can see where it all goes. They slowly realize that they are still in love with each other. And then there's the big announcement at the end. And then it's like, yay, <laughs> you were the one all along. And we we're able to put our differences aside. And Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I need to find this one. I'm sure they're going to replay it. But I need yeah. to go back and watch. It's called While You Were Dating. While You Were Dating. <laughs> I love it. And, I mean, there's also this whole thing where she owns a bakery that's, like, kind of going under okay uh and he's like i'll help you revamp it and they revamp it and have a grand opening and it looks exactly the same but all of a sudden <laughs> people are like lining up to get in and you're just like huh okay i i guess whatever it's suspension of disbelief right I, i'm fine i'm defi- i liked the divorced baldwin movie it was pretty good the divorced baldwin movie yeah. i love it um walking the dog did you watch that one yes okay i liked that one too Two i liked lawyers. it a lot Two dogs, small town. Gidget. Gidget. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell I'm just dog crazy right now? I I'm support that fully, 100%. Yes. So um, this one was so cute. Um, a lawyer in a small town is fighting to have a bike path installed in the town. Meanwhile, the city brings in a big, hot, big city hotshot lawyer to contest the building of this bike path um they met they meet on the beach their dogs meet on the beach yes. and their dogs fall, fall in, in love. love gidget and sammy even though they're th- way different types yeah of they dogs. couldn't be more different <laughs> it don't matter if you're black or white yeah. is michael jackson's thing <laughs> and these dogs follow that lead yeah they love each other immediately so um these two lawyers meet on the beach they go to court later that day. Surprise! They're against each other in court. Yes, yeah. they're against each other in court. So it's all about, you guys know this tale. Yeah, tale is old as time. Tale is old as time. <laughs> but I really liked it. And I really liked, um, I think her name is Jennifer Finnegan, who plays the so girl. Was, okay, the lead. Yeah, I she liked was her mother. great. I liked that whole ro- I was gonna like, mystery say, romance. I was going to say her mother owns the coffee shop in town. Mm -hmm. She starts getting gifts from a secret admirer right before Valentine's Day. Turns out that the town realtor has been really into her sending her these gifts. And she had not dated in 10 years since her husband died, the love of her life. And it's very sweet. I thought it it was really cute. I liked it too. I'm a sucker for anything dog related though. So I liked the scene where the dogs, they both get home and the dogs have run away. I know. (laughs) It's very Romeo and Juliet. They ran away to be together <laughs> from their separate homes. Yeah, they, they ran commu- to it the was beach. like Lady of the Tramp. They're communicating through barks. Or is that 101 Dalmatians? Possibly both. Possibly both. But uh, that part was cute. Uh, yeah, it was good. In the end, he gives up his job. That's right. And he stays in the small town with her. I like the part where he was like, oh, you're hiring? And she's like, no, I can't afford you. <laughs> <laughs> You just move here and be unemployed. Okay, cool. Thanks. I like that too. 
<laughs> and um, because when the movie starts out, our main girl actually is dating this guy who's the town veterinarian. Yeah, he I couldn't be sweeter. Yeah, he's like he was like the Ed Helms yes. of Hallmark. He's in Aurora Tea Garden. He's oh, uh, yeah, he's the a, detective. Oh yeah, he's her ex, right? He's her ex. Okay. Yeah. And so he, um, but they remain friends even after they break up mm-hmm. and he ends up developing feelings for her assistant, yes, which I also thought was cute. Yes. Because they were meant to be all along because they both like to dance. And they're both weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I was liked that too. And everyone was okay with it. No one was weird about yeah. it, which is not very realistic, but I like it anyway. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute. Yep. And uh, it made me want a dog. So yeah, there's that. I mean, Everything. I mean, we all want dogs. Life, <laughs> Life makes, <laughs> Life you, want makes a dog. you want a dog. <laughs> uh, the last one. We're just blowing through these, which I appreciate. We are. Um, this is rapid fire right yes. now. The last one for our countdown to Valentine's <laughs> Day was the big Valentine's Day night kicker. Love it first glance. Yes. With Entourage, dude. <laughs> and um, who's the... Amy, Amy Smart. Smart. Yeah. This was a lot to take in. This, this, I hated this movie. Let me just start with that. <gasps> Bold statement. Say more. Was, I felt it, it felt super awkward. Like it felt awkwardly, like the scenes felt awkward to yeah. me. Um, yeah. She felt awkward to me. Yes. Like she, she was kind felt of stumbling awkward to through me. the movie. I don't, the thing that I was, I guess what I've come to realize is I don't really like it when both like the, the, the love interests don't ever interact, you know? I, yeah. That was hard to get over. And all I could think the whole time was, wow, like they really sold Adrian Grenier as the star of this for about five, five minutes seconds, on screen. Right. Him like just sitting there sending a text. Yeah. And smiling. And the thing, the problem I had too was at the end, he's in love with her and it's like he did nothing to get to know her. like why is he in love with her right he knows nothing about her except that he saw her on a train girl took his phone right and they've been like texting but why is he all of a sudden like over all of his love issues that he has in the past for years that for years. he had because it's not i think it would have been better if he was for some reason i don't know why also researching her and meeting her friends and like they were p- doing parallel like it just felt weird that he would suddenly be in love with her when she has done nothing after really only a series of text messages. Uh, yeah. Which cause he was off traveling, doing whatever. Yeah. And it, and it's not like he was a lonely heart looking for someone. He had all these past love issues. Like he had all these barriers and walls too. Like why all of a sudden has she brought them down? Yeah. With zero interaction. So if you guys haven't seen it, this one is kind of hard to explain. I guess we should get back up. It was very high concept. It was very (laughs) high concept. And right off the bat, I was like, what is going on? Yeah. So Amy Smart plays a reporter. Mm -hmm. She is trying to get a job at a different paper. Like a bigger paper because she's kind of the the local podunk news. Yeah. She wants to be a real journalist. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) So she... Her boyfriend breaks up with her. Her longtime boyfriend and tells her she's boring. Yeah. Just kind of like that commercial for Citibank or whatever. Remember the guy's like, my girlfriend said I was boring. Here I am backstage at a concert. 
and you're like, well, it doesn't make you less boring. But exactly. <laughs> and that's his, that's what he says. Like she orders the same thing at this restaurant they always go to. And he was like, I want someone who's going to eat something different off the menu. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they break up. She's distraught. She's taking the train home after the date. She's stuffing her face with dessert as we all do. Mm-hmm. And she sees Adrian Grenier's character across the train. They have a moment. They share a glance. He gets up and leaves. He leaves his cell phone. Well, he tells her that she has food on her face. Yeah. Hardly a great first impression. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And then, but he leaves his phone. She gets the phone and determines she wants to get it back to him somehow. She texts him and... She's looking through his pictures on his phone, as you do. (laughs) And she sees a picture of skydiving and scuba diving and and all this stuff. Yeah, Yeah. buddy, buddy with a lion. Yeah, so she's like, oh, this guy seems really interesting. I'm going to do a story about him for the paper. Well, they have, like, the sad, not the sad, but they have, like, the sidekick roommate who's probably gay. A gay roommate. They never say he's gay. Um, I hated that. And it was the guy from Mean Girls who's a you know it's like good right isn't it aaron whatever samuels from mean girls like he's a bigger actor yeah he's a known actor and he's regulated to this part where he's just basically like you go girl let me pick out your outfit i absolutely hated it he was like a stereotypically gay bestie yeah but it like no life of his they own. don't even yeah. explicitly say that he's gay i was like this is so awkward like yeah I just was not a fan of how they played that. I feel like he, I feel like if you're going to have that character, like don't just make him her, like you said, her sidekick. Yeah. Like, Ooh, don't wear that dress girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was not okay. Let me bring you back some shoes for, cause I work at a, you know, a, a department, department store, store. In the shoe department. And, and she, she just had stank face for most of this movie. Like there were so <laughs> many scenes where she was just like, ah, and then he'd be like, no, girl, you keep going with this thing. And <sighs> I don't know. It just, it, it, I didn't love that. And then she starts investigating. She decides she wants to write an article on the, on Entourage Dude. Yeah. So she, she basically tracks down the people he has in his phone, the pictures of people. With his permission. Least. Yes. He, she has his permission. She, like, and so she goes. Him. She goes and meets with a woman he met um, at a cafe who he helped her discover that she really wanted to open her own dog rescue, which she does eventually. He meets with this other woman who used to be a neighbor, yeah. um, and he taught her son how to play the piano, spent time with him. She meets with his dad. Um, yeah, they've had some sort of rift because the, oh, the dad wasn't really there growing up, yeah. and that leads us into... This long flashback. You it guys. is like it goes through like two commercial breaks. This flashback. You guys, the explanation of why he is how he is and why he embraces life so fully is insane and tragic and really took thirty minutes. Is that of the movie. is so? That was the explanation of why he embraced life. I thought yes. that was the explanation of why he couldn't love. <laughs> because it's both. It was a lot. It was it's a lot. Both. I loved because you knew the mother because it, it starts with him hand drawing a Valentine. Yes. And his mom is like, I'm heading out to the store. Yes. You know she's done for. Yes. And it's immediate. It's like car screeching noises, ambulances are at the front door. She did. Uh he's left with his dad who cares more about business than spending time with his son. Yes. But he has this homemade Valentine that he's gonna forever keep uh super awkward then he meets a girl in like first grade or whatever the 
heck it is. They are decorating Valentine's at school, and he, of course, flashes back to doing that same activity with his mother, brings back horrible memories. He's sad. He doesn't. He's a child. He yeah. can't express any of this. He doesn't he's want to make the Valentine's. isolated and alone. Yeah. 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 So a little girl kind of um, runs after him. He runs out to the playground because he doesn't want to make the Valentine's. She chases after him and is like, Valentine's Day isn't even that great. Easter's mm-hmm. my favorite. And so she makes him feel better mm-hmm. about the situation, takes his mind off of everything. Cut to like 15 yeah, years later. They start dating then. Yeah. <laughs> they start dating when they're eight. Yeah. And they are in love. Oh my God, the scene where she gets hurt is was so laughable to me. You guys, there's more. Yeah. So not only did his mom die tragically, he has an absentee father. Yeah. His only solace in life is, is this, this love, sweet little girl he met on the, play, on the playground. Best, best his friend. They are married. riding bikes one They're married. day. But, but even the scene where she's riding the bike, where she's ahead of him, and she's going, come on, slowpoke, catch up. It's like whoever talks to their loved, like their boyfriend like that, come on, slowpoke, yay. She's like so full of life. It was so stupid. It was so dumb. And then, but then she hits <laughs> the edge of a bridge and literally just goes, wow, and it flies over the edge of the bridge. The fall she takes it's looks ridiculous. horrifying. Like it looks like she broke. I don't know how she's alive. It was I it thought looks they, like I she thought broke her neck. She was dead. But yes, no, I thought just, she was going to be dead too. Yeah. But no, she just has amnesia, like permanent amnesia, and she doesn't remember their love. She doesn't remember their relationship. Yeah, yeah. it's very fifty first <laughs> dates, except it does not end. And to add <laughs> insult to injury, she marries her doctor. Yeah, yeah. But everyone's cool with it. Yeah, because he learned he just wanted her to be happy. Which God, you bullshit guys. on that. But I could see why. After that, he would have problems, you right? Know, falling in Committing. love again, yeah. But apparently, it just took some woman from afar, and and it was like the parallel was when she was investigating him. She's like doing all these things he's done in life, like she skydives and she she adopts a dog, which I'm like, that's a big decision. And she's just like, I'm going to take home this dog because I hated dogs five minutes ago, but now I'm going to have this dog. And then you never see her interact with the dog. It's like who's walking the dog? Who's What's happening? Right. She's just like, oh, hey, dog, you're sleeping over there in the bed. I don't know. It just felt very, she was making a lot of radical decisions. Right. It's like, just get a bad haircut. You know? I know. <laughs> she all really, do. she really pulled a nice 180. Yeah. I mean, it was great that her ex-boyfriend kept seeing her in yes. all of these moments. Yes. I appreciate that. But it was, it just felt very, a little manic that she was like d- doing all of these things. But the point was that, just getting to know him through other people was opening up her world to other things. I guess it still does not explain why he is suddenly in love with her enough that he gives her the Valentine. I the, know. Like the, that the girl, the other girl he had to date for 20 years, 20 years before he gives her that Valentine. And then this girl, he just saw her on a train once. Cause the story of the Valentine is that he was making it with his mother the day she died. And yep. she said to him, one day you'll give this to a girl you fall in love with or whatever. Yep. So it was very symbolic when he gave Amy smart, the Valentine. Cause it was to yep. say like, this is the love of my life. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. Even though she'd already heard the story from his ex-wife, <laughs> but that's fine. I get it. It's still sweet. <laughs> his ex-wife who suffered from amnesia and didn't remember their life together, except, except- for the Valentine. <laughs> yeah it was bananas it was just a lot but i really just 
I mean, there was a lot of things I couldn't get over, but I really just can't get over the, like, that he is equally in love with her having done no. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for it. Guys, he was seriously in this movie five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, but it was, I have to say, like, I appreciated the spirit of the movie. I, I like. Taking big swings. Yes. I like, I like the idea and I like the goal of living a life. Yeah. That is well-rounded and fun and exciting and not just focusing on your job or not just focusing on routine, like doing new yeah. things, trying or new things, meeting new misery. people. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciated the spirit of the movie. Mm. The delivery of the message was so crazy and all over the place that I couldn't get into it as much as I wanted to. Well, it was confusing too because she was go- trying to find that job at the big paper and she was pitching these that story to the paper. And so then at the awkward. end, well, and then at the end, she's just like, "Oh, I wrote it for the small paper." It's like, well, what was the whole thing with the big paper? But then they maybe offer her a job. Yeah, then she got a job at the end. I was just like, what? It was just. I was I was happy to see it go when it was over. <laughs> Basically, felt relieved. I was like, you know what? Felt like running a marathon. There were a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, a lot of scenes. There's a lot going on. Very high concept. Very. Was not a fan. But Very. that's the bo- that made it to the bottom of my Christmas to countdown to Valentine's Day list. Okay. But I can and I I'm in agreement with that. Yeah. It was rough. So was Love Blossoms okay. a Valentine's movie or a post-Valentine's movie? I feel like we're in this weird nebulous gray area right now okay. with them. Because so it's not Spring it's Fling. It's not Spring Fling yet because they say they keep saying April. coming in April. Yeah. But so why have they not branded March? Or have they branded it and they're just not saying what it is? I don't think is? they there's have. A, there's a billion things you could call it. March Love. March Madness. March Madness. March, <laughs> March of the... March marriages. The marigolds. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Miracles of March. Yeah. It could anything. be any number of things. But it's just because we do have some new. I mean, we had Love Blossoms and we're going to have that Winnie Cooper camping movie. Yes. And sign me up. Yeah, for sure. So who knows what's going on right now. But did you watch Love Blossoms? I did watch Love. I actually took notes on Love Blossoms. So I have very specific thoughts. OK. Of, is it Love Blossom or Love Blossoms? Do we care? I don't know. Don't. It don't think matter. it matters. Okay. So my first thought was, all I have is in quotations, a family perfumery. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a story. Yes. It took forever for me to figure out what country they're in. Yes. It's very confusing. They only mentioned it halfway through and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense because they're speaking. It's very French. Like yeah. there's a lot of French accents. But then all of a sudden there's like a sign that looks like it's in German at the coffee shop. Yeah. There is people with British accents. There's a lot of Americans Lots roaming of around. Americans. Yeah. Uh, you don't know where they are. And then halfway through, she's like, what brings you to Bruges? Or yeah. Like, and you're like, okay. You're like, oh, okay. Okay. I'm there. Um, it's a, wo- it's a, a woman whose father was a famous, I guess they have a family perfume company. Mm-hmm. Uh, very renowned and respected. And her father was the nose of the business. He had yes. a very distinct nose. And the father dies suddenly. Yep. Right in the middle of the the they're preparing the last scent in his collection. Yes. Sky. He comes up with a trio of perfumes yep. as a package, like as a like you were saying, as a scent. Yeah. And so um he It's like Earth Wind Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sky. And so unfortunately he passes away before he can finish the 
third signature scent, but the scent is due. Yes. People are looking People, for this scent. They've got contracts they got to fill. Yes. So the daughter who now lives in Boston with her mother, uh, well, she's an adult now, but she was mostly living in Boston with her mother yes. growing up and she would spend summers with him. She gives up whatever job she has for now. She puts it on hold, puts her life on hold in Boston, comes out to take o- to take over for her father and try to finish the scent for him. So they can get it to department stores. Yes. And then yes. she can go back to her life. She has brought her boyfriend with her, the wrong one, to help with, which, I mean, props to him for also giving up whatever life he had in Boston to, like, come out here and help her run her family business. Right. But whatever. Um, and they cannot find the formula for the scent. The pages from his formula diary are missing. <laughs> and they're looking everywhere. They're and looking they're high tearing. and low. She's mixing yeah. all types of formulas. The, Nothing's working. Yep. The perfumery is in this giant building that yeah, is beautiful. Yeah, it looks like a gorgeous villa. Yeah, looks like a dilly-dilly royal family <laughs> estate. <laughs> I and think that's what it's called, the dilly-dilly <laughs> royal estate. And uh, so basically that's where, and, and she needs a nose because she does not, ha- not have the natural ability to smell sense, I guess. She's so not perfectly. as good. She doesn't, it's not as distinct as her yeah. father's. So enter the right one, the dude, a dude she meets at a coffee shop that has a, he's a, he's a botanist. Yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> Don't call him a landscaper because yeah. he'll correct you. Yeah. And he's got a good nose. He's also very cute. He is very handsome. Very, uh, very low key. Yeah. Very, very chill. mellow. Yeah. She convinces him to come work for her to help decipher the scent. There's also a rival perfume company run by a woman who is very evil and only likes to copy other people's scents. And they have been spending night and day trying to steal this scent. They have been talking to every employee, finding them on the side of the road. They are doing everything they can to get this scent. Yeah. So that sets the scene. And it's a lot of montages of, it's just a lot of talk about, a lot of talk about how perfume is made. Yes. (laughs) Which, I guess that part was interesting. Yes. Uh, I found this movie to be quite boring. Um, I loved it. Did you? Okay, good. I'm glad we have. I loved every minute of it. Okay. Okay. I was charmed by that girl. I have never seen her in a Hallmark movie before. I thought she was lovely. She was. Yes. I thought they had such an adorable relationship. They were very jokey with each other. They had great chemistry right off the bat. I love perfume. Okay. So maybe that sold me a lot too. I loved watching all of those scenes where they were trying to find the right flowers. I felt like I was transported to to (laughs) Europe. I'm telling you, Mel, I loved this so much. I saved it on my DVR. Oh my God. You guys, I never save these. Oh my God. It just was so beautiful and lovely. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I can understand, though, why you thought it was boring, I, but I tend yes, to like I have boring a very things. Opposite. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I, I really do, and I am not ashamed of it. Okay, I okay. I don't mind a boring movie. I don't mind a boring TV <laughs> okay, show. Okay, okay. So I I, uh, I was into this. I loved it. I thought it was so good. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad. I thought this definitely, they had definitely spent a lot of their budget on extras. <laughs> 
because <laughs> there was a ton of extras in this movie like the there the, were. the lab was always full of people sitting in the back just like mixing things they had a full lab and, and then the white lab coats and everything everything and then at the end when like all the people were pitching in the there was so many of them yeah. that was so there sweet was so many of them. Um, they're like mixing flour stew know, on in the, the so- in the stove. bathtub i was just like oh is this what is this how <laughs> is this what airwick headquarters looks like <laughs> two people over a bathtub like needs more orange blossom <laughs> i loved it i love that she wore the little vial of perfume oh, like know. the last little sample of sky but then he just pours it into the bathtub at the end i'm like well that kind of probably she probably wanted to s- hold needed on to that, that touch but okay. needed that touch i loved it i thought it was lovely and i hope that that girl is in more hallmark movies oh, sure i don't will. know what her name is her name was like Chantel something but yeah. i thought she was adorable and very lively and fun but not annoying i was genuinely surprised that it was the wrong guy her boyfriend from back home that had sold her out and given the scent to the rival i what i know it's that's dumb that i was should that i was surprised because clearly of course yes because you needed to get him out of the picture right but it was like that is harsh it's like way harsh man cold-blooded i know it's like you, there's tons of things you could have done to sabotage but that cold-blooded lowest, lowest um he just looked like snake. sleazy, yeah, snake. full on snake. But he still came all the way out there and was helping her run her. I don't know. I bet he just fine. wanted that money. Well, no, she said. Well, she, her end of the bargain was she got him out of the way. That's what he wanted. He wanted oh, that that's dude right. gone. That's right. Um, I let's see. She's got a real nice house. It's like, <laughs> why would you ever go back to Boston <laughs> if that's your house? I know. Um. I, I just wrote, are people in Belgium really waiting in line for perfume? Because <laughs> at the end, where they release the scent, there's lines out the, the shop door, which I don't know. Maybe. I, Listen, I know nothing about perfume. I'd wait in line for a perfume. The thing, the big problem I had with this movie, I don't want to rain on your parade, but it, so it was, it was wrapping up and, and they kiss and you're, I'm like, oh, it's great that they're just going to start dating. And then all of a sudden there's this tacked on scene at the end yeah. where they're standing in front of a green screen one year later and he's, and they're looking at a phone. She's like, wow, it's been a year and it's still selling. And then he whoops out a ring and it's like the flattest proposal ever where he was just like, well, I have something to give you. And she goes, yes. And then they kiss and that's it. She, yeah, no woman has ever been more excited to be proposed to. She he snatched, didn't even propose to her. He did not. He didn't have to. He, he opened, he literally opened a box I of just, flower petals. She snatched the ring. And just said yes. It was just, it was over. Done. I don't know. It felt to me like a tacked on, like the network was like, no, they must propose. We got to yeah. figure something out. And they it shot also, it later. It was very weird to me. It was also very unnecessary because I Completely think that the scene before where they're kind yeah. of waving goodbye to all the lovely townspeople who helped them. I think that that was a lovely end for yeah, them. It was per- and then it they was had just, a kiss. It was weird. Done. I mean, I'm, I'm glad they at least dated a year, <laughs> but to me, it felt, it felt like a pickup scene. It yeah. felt like a, because they were in front, they were in front of just like an anonymous green screen. Yeah. He had five, I don't know, whatever. I it left me a little cold but I'm glad that you loved it I loved it I loved it so much I'm glad that Airwick (laughs) is delivering us some great movies I need to buy more of their products because I (laughs) loved that movie thumbs up thumbs up it gave me all all the feels it gave gave Mel a couple feels it gave uh, 
or no feels at it all. It gave me the feeling of boredom. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's but rare that we you. disagree. I'm so I like that we went out with a little bit of dissent. Yes. Um, that's, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's where we are at right now in our Hallmark I know. run. That's our rapid fire wrap up of Valentine's Day, which wasn't so rapid. No. No, no. <laughs> we're about an hour and nine minutes in. Oh, wow. So we I have a lot to I catch up on. I have barely spoken to anyone for two months. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is all very exciting. I do feel like I have been talking on stuff. There was one more movie. There was. I want to promote. Okay. It's one from the past. Okay. I caught it right after Love Blossom. Okay. Called A Chance at Love. What's that? It could have been called A Chance at Romance. Not sure. I'm pretty sure it was A Chance at Love. Okay. It's. The girl from When Calls the Heart, which is why I watched it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're a hearty. It was a gem, though. It was a hidden gem for me because I had not seen it. And it's definitely a few years old. But she is a a girl who works in a coffee shop. But she's also a chef. And she she specializes in pot pies. Already good. Uh, Wow. I've never heard of this one. Yeah. She she happens upon an art show for this photographer that she admires and she sees him and she's like, he's cute, but he like rushes off. And so she looks him up on the website and she like writes him an email. It's like, Hey, I caught your show. I really liked it. Uh, and then he writes back and they start like flirting through email. And then you find out that his son is actually running his website. He's like, 10 year old son and he is like catfishing her basically to pretending to be his dad because he you know his mom died her his wife died you know and he wants his father to find happiness again so he's like auditioning these women who write him on his website because he has like printouts of like profiles of these women and he like has circled the one calls the heart girl and is like perfect (laughs) (laughs) so he's catfishing her he convinces her to come visit their town and uh for his like next art show so this is sleepless in seattle hallmark basically and she so she she arrives and of course she has a sister that's like what you what are you doing you crazy and there's also a couple bad dates before that which is great but anyway she arrives quickly finds out that she has been catfished (laughs) uh but the whole town is like aware of it, except for the like, except for the dude, oh like the God. local, the guy who owns a local bar, is in on it, and it's Larry Kubiak from Parker Lewis Can't Lose, yeah, show I love, and anyway, she's stuck. She ends up being stuck in this town with him for a little while because the road washes out, and of course, magic ensues. It's perfect. Wait, wait, wait the road washes yeah i don't remember so she gets stranded she gets stranded in the town okay i'm with i'm with you um and she has to stay with him because the you know the local inn is full (laughs) (laughs) it's really and then he's like hasn't been taking photos because he's sad and now he's finding his love again check it out it's great it's perfect I mean, you I'm had ending me. that with an endorsement. You had me at pot pies. Pot pies. He, she, and the ten-year-old start a pot pie of the month club business. <laughs> I would join that. I know. Wouldn't you? Probably not, but I'd want to. I'd look at it. I'd probably get the ads on Facebook all the time, and I'd look at it, but not officially join. I'd join. So that's my endorsement. That's what I'm ending on. One calls the heart. Chance at love. <laughs> love it. Life. <laughs> In general, 
I got nothing else. I've no. just talked for an hour straight and it felt amazing. You have given me <laughs> so many ideas, so many recommendations. I feel like now I'm going to be in a Hallmark hole for the next mm-hmm. month digging through When Calls the Heart and trying to find these other movies. Okay. I appreciate that. I'm going to do it. I take you your bet. I take your recommendations very seriously. Well, I appreciate that. And we have a few weeks before the spring fling starts. That's right. <laughs> Everybody, we can play catch up a little bit. Everyone can take a breath. Yeah, take a breath. <laughs> we can all take a breather. I mean, we've been going pretty hard and fast right I since know, Christmas. Yeah, Hallmark has not taken their foot no. off the gas. They are capitalizing. And I'm here for it. Me too. But I could use a couple weeks off. Okay. That's that's what March is. That's what March is. Downtime. Yep. But thank you for having me back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> please. This, this is, is your great. show. No, hardly. You're back. And I wish you were staying forever. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back soon enough. Hey, listen, <laughs> by the time it's spring fling, you'll be back. Yeah. So me, I, you and Erica can uh um re revisit our love for Hallmark at that time. And it looks like some good stuff is coming out on Spring Fling. The commercial yeah. has Blair from Facts of Life rolling out a carpet. You uh, know what? She has never led me astray no. in Hallmark movies. There was a great one. Did you see the one where she's a wedding planner and there's another yeah, wedding planner? So. They're like rival wedding planners. They like dance at one point, right? Yes. Their and kids she's got get a, married. Yes, because she's got a boyfriend yes. and he's not the right guy. And, Loved it. Yeah. She, I think she is so endearing and cute. Yes, of course. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So looking forward to what she's got for us next. Yes, we have a lot to look forward to. So we'll talk to you all again during Spring Fling. (laughs) Thanks for sticking in there if you made (laughs) (laughs) of my Hallmark word vomit. Yes, (laughs) a long one, guys. But thanks for being there, guys. We love it. We love you. We love Hallmark. Viva la Airwick. I don't know. know. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. You guys, I know we just said goodbye. (laughs) And this is our longest show ever. But I had a panic because we didn't discuss the most important part of the show. Yeah. Which is why everybody's here. (laughs) Mel brought me a new scented candle to burn and it is dun 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 dun. Black cherry. Which who knew that was a candle fragrance? But it smells delicious. Well, I wanted to bring you a scent of Montana. But then I realized that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Because all they have there is bears. And... (laughs) I want a beer. beer. <laughs> I want that and, brown bear candle. And bluegrass music. But uh, my choice was black cherry. And then there was one that did look like spring flowers that was probably more suitable. Okay. Uh, but I smelled it and it smelled like grandma perfume. So I and we all And we all know that you have the expert nose. Oh, yes. I am the, the nose of this it, operation. You are the nose. <laughs> which is totally of not all true. the fields. <laughs> so, yeah. Black cherry. It smells divine. It is from... Some shop in Missoula, Montana named, it's called like Copperopolis, whatever. It's fine. Has a lot of inspirational pillows. Um, Wow. Like what? What do they say? The pillows. I I couldn't even tell you like family is the family is what you make it with the friends around you. I don't know. Who cares? Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. It's very hallmark. The magic of the heart of the holiday or whatever. Can you bring me a pillow back? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. I don't know if you'd want this in your house, but okay. I'll bring you back a a cooler pillow, a cooler version. Okay. Okay. That's all. All right.
Oh, wait, officially done now. Yes, I think this is goodbye. That is a wrap for real. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye.